Welcome to the Financial Fun Podcast with your host, Tammy Johnston. This is where Tammy talks with business owner parents and grandparents about the interesting and important subject of money. We promise this to be an interesting and open discussion, as that's how we learn best. And now, here's your host, author of the Financial Foundations. Financial Foundations is a series of books to teach kids about money, goal setting, and living a balanced life. Find out more at financialfund.ca. Here's Tammy Johnston. First things first, I would like to thank all of my listeners that have subscribed and reviewed my podcast and invite you to subscribe and review if you haven't yet. I appreciate you helping us to get the word out and making financial literacy a safe and welcoming subject for kids and adults. Second, please check out my podcast website, financialfund.ca, where you will be able to access past shows, find out more about me and our guests, as well as purchase the beautifully illustrated Financial Foundations books that teach kids about money in a fun, healthy, and holistic way. Hello, and thank you for joining us once again for the Financial Fund Podcast. Today we have an extra special treat in the fact that we are interviewing a great Calgary personality, Phoenix Phillips. Uh, <laughs> uh, how are you, Tammy? We are doing wonderful, and you, my dear. Uh, you know, couldn't be greater. It's, uh, it's, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas out here. Oh, very much so. And by the time we hit this afternoon, it's going to look a lot like Christmas. (laughs) And hopefully you're looking at it from home. I I love the title of this, Financial Fund. Wow, who would have thought those two words would have actually come together? Well, they do come together actually quite well. Money money makes, it might not make the world go round, but it definitely greases the gears. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Absolutely. Well said, Tammy. Well said. So, Phoenix, why don't you tell our listeners what it is that you do? What makes you so wonderful and awesome? You know, I've been working in the Calgary community as a media personality for oh, at least 20 plus years and loved every single moment of it. Working with the community has been my, my, my love, my passion. You know, I've had a chance to work for some incredible radio stations, incredible uh, TV stations as well. And opportunities happen all the time. And the one consistent is that I, I've had a chance to, to really understand this, this marketplace, this, the people that are part of this marketplace. And as you know, Tammy, I've ventured off into my own little, uh, venture, if you will, d- due to some of the circumstances that happened with work. But, and it's been, it's been an incredible roller coaster ride that started about uh, three months ago. And, uh, and here we are today. Yeah. I've been, I've been on that roller coaster when you kind of, Outside circumstances dictate that you go self-employed, and they're going, "Why didn't I do this sooner? This is so much better." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, with with anyone anyone who just decides to go out on their own, there's always going to be uh, little hiccups along the way. But one of the things that I've learned in the last couple of months has been patience. And when I say a couple of months ago, it was the community channel here in Calgary shut down in the summer to a lot of. Uh, disapproval by a lot of community members because in essence where I was working we were showcasing and highlighting all of the things that were going on in the community so this left a void here in our Calgary communities to help spread the message of events things that were going on and knowing the tight budgets of these groups I built a zero cost site basically a community billboard, if you will, for those community organizations to actually post something on there. Now, the visitor of the site can view events, 
specific to their community and at events. But what's key about this site is that you can go specifically to an individual community to find out. So it's, it's, it's micro, uh, managing, if you will, of each of these events that are going on. So you can be very specific. Uh, the viewership over the last three months, I'm actually very encouraged by this. Again, this is brand new. No one knows about it. Over the last three months, we've had easily a thousand people viewing these sites or this site, and it keeps growing exponentially every single month. So there is something good about, uh, there is this void that, like I say, needed to be filled, and I believe we filled it with, with the site, which is called YYC Community Lens. YYC Community Lens. Yeah, and it's, it's definitely needed because with, with, with media becoming so much nationalized and international, it's only the big stuff and, and the things that are really hurting mm-hmm. are the local because they just don't have space in the market, but it's like, Yes, it's interesting to to hear about the uh, is Jerusalem going to be designated as the new capital of Israel? But sure, sure. What's going on in Calgary? Where where can I get my stuff out, and where can I find out what's even going on in my community? Because a lot of the time you don't hear yeah. about anything until you've missed it. One of the things that you'll find with with local media is that their resources are limited. They have less and less personnel working at their TV stations, radio stations, even at the newspapers. So if you want your voice to be heard, if you will, it, it, it's not going to be. Unless you're some big, big corporation that has an event that involves all of Calgary, the, the mom and pop events are not going to be heard. And, and, and you bring up a good point too, Tammy, is that why are they important? Well, well, think about this. How many times have you, you've come home after work or you're thinking about what to do over the weekend and you say to yourself, there's just nothing going on, but that's not true. Or where can I go to find this information? How do I pull my, my kids away from the, <laughs> from their computers? How do I pull them away from their iPads, their iPods, their phones? How do I do that? Well, by looking to see outside your door what events are going on. So, this is a great way of just doing a quick check and saying, oh, well, I didn't know this, but the holiday train is coming by tonight. Or there's there's a, a light show going on in this community. Or there is a, a fundraiser here in our area. And the question is, well, where do you go for that? It's easy to find big events. It's it's very easy to find big events. Oh, not even the big events, because I remember there was one my daughter is very interested in Japanese culture and stuff because of the anime mm. and the manga and that. And I found out after the fact that there was this beautiful Japanese cultural thing going on at the Max Bell that mm-hmm. I would have loved to have taken her to, but I found out that we I found out after it had been because Yes, they have signage up, but if you're not driving past it at the right time or right. you have somebody that directly tells you, it's like there's nowhere to find out about this stuff. And and it's like these are the things where you get to go out and meet your neighbors and see all mm-hmm. the neat and interesting things that's going on in your community. But it doesn't help yeah. if you don't find out about it or you find out after the fact. <laughs> Tammy, Tammy, that's a great point, too. You know, And, and when I say big organizations, I, I think about – uh, the Calgary Zoo or, or the, the Calgary Humane Society. I mean, they're on a regular basis. They will be sending out press releases. The city consistently sends out press releases and it goes directly to the media, but it's so difficult to grab the attention of, of media that has limited resources to say, Hey, give us some love. And they say, 
we we don't have we don't have the time we don't have the resources and they don't feel that that Calgary is interested. Well, people are interested, and so that's why I built this site. And like I say, in the last three months, the response has been fantastic, and it just continues to grow, and it, it's exciting. The difficulty right now is just getting the word out to say, look, here it is. And so I thank you and your podcast. I mean, this is this is amazing, this financial fund that we can actually even talk about a business like this. And what is your family situation, Phoenix? So my wife and I have been married for going on 21 years. Uh, we actually met here in Calgary. Uh, we have two amazing kids. They are teenagers, 16 and 17, nice and close. <laughs> my oldest is, yeah, my oldest boy is graduating this year. Uh, we're, we're so, so thrilled for him. And my youngest is, uh, is on his footsteps and, or on his, on his heels rather. And is, uh, they're both just the apple of our eyes. I mean, to, to, to throw in a cliche there, but they're, they're fantastic. It's, it's we're very lucky, very lucky, Tammy. Our, our, our kids can be absolutely amazing, even, even through the teenager stuff. My daughter is great, but she does spend way too much time on those electronics if I don't watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's where we come in. You know, it's like, if there's anything I've learned over, over the years is that life is balance, balance between family, work, um, personal life i mean you, you have to you have to find that 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 balance if you if you stray too far on one side it it upsets the apple cart for the other items so we've been very fortunate that we found a way to balance it i mean we just came back from a trip our family we went away for three weeks now imagine going away with your family for three weeks and you've got two teenage boys and it was brilliant we had such a great great time a great bonding time and there, it, it was, it's not as bad as it may sound, but it, it was a lot of fun. So, you've, you've obviously been around for, for a little while in the, in the media industry and, and having teenage boys and, and being exposed to all sorts of different things. What are some of the, the lessons that you have learned by being a parent around the subject of money and, and trying to teach your boys? The lessons that I've learned or the lessons that I've shared with them? Both. Whichever. Well, as much as if if you've ever been a parent, one thing you realize immediately is that kids will listen when they want to listen. Unless they have a vested interest in what you have to say, for the most part, they just give you a, eh, okay, okay. But if they do have a vested interest, then all of a sudden their their antenna come up and they start asking questions. And that's the fascinating part of it. If there's anything that I've learned when we discuss money or budgeting or of the like, is the moment that there's a curiosity, jump on it. And I'll give you, I'll give you a quick example, Tammy. Right now, what's, what's being discussed in, in the, the high schools, and, and I'm glad that they are, is about bitcoins. This, this whole, this whole idea of something that doesn't exist, you know, tangibly, but it exists. And you need to, to know what that's all about. And so it was fascinating. This is actually a couple of weeks ago. The boys, both my boys, they asked me about bitcoins. I said, well, you know, I said, and I told them, I said, I know a little bit about it, but let's, let's find out about it. My point is nurture the curiosity when, when it's there, jump on it. Because if you don't, then it just, it's, you're just spitting in the wind. It's just, it's not going to happen. 
Yeah, very, very much so, because, yeah, especially when they hit the teenager years, they're very capable of tuning you out completely and just kind of smiling and nodding <laughs> in that way, yeah. like, yeah, dad, or yeah, mom, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, another thing we're talking about, too, they, we, um, we have a car for them, and they're just in the process of getting their, their driver's license. And so the minute, the, the minute they get their driver's license, of course, boom, out they, they'll want to go driving and picking up their friends and, you know, going to the mall and all those things. But, so there's their curiosity about the car. So we've talked about that. And I said, well, it's more than just putting gas in the car. I said, how much gas are you going to be putting in the car? Oh, you know, about $40. Okay, how long do you think that $40 will last you? And what about maintenance? And what about insurance? And what about your license? And, they, and they, they're looking at me with these blank stares going, yeah, you mean there's more? And yeah, yeah, and, yes, yes. You mean there's more than just putting gas in the car? <laughs> yes. And then what if you want to get a, uh, a nice little floor mat? So what if you want to buy a newer speaker for the car? So, so again, their curiosity is there. And that's when we really, truly start talking about money, about budgeting, about moving forward. And that is when you can get their attention. The key is find out when they have that curiosity and just, and then just go for it. Well, how do your boys ever come out and like ask specific questions or you just kind of notice that they're paying attention to things and you open up the conversation? And if they're asking, what type of things are they asking now at 16 and 17 years old? Yeah, it's 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 the latter, I would say, that that they they start asking a lot more questions and, and you can see that there's more of a curiosity. And then you start working out some numbers and they go, hmm, OK, so that means and when they start when their wheels start turning, it's it's fairly obvious, especially as a parent, you'll notice it in your kids and they'll realize, oh, oh wait yeah, a minute. You can almost smell the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so true. It's it's so true. And so once that again, once that curiosity is there, you, you just have to pounce on it. And don't overdo it. You know, don't don't spew all the information you know about finances, but at least start. At least start. It, it, we're having another fascinating conversation. That's it's about work. And I don't know how many times we've talked about this. They were working over the summer, so they have some money to play with. But now we're talking about it again, about, okay, well, your summer job is done. What are you planning to do for, for the, the winter? And they stop for a moment, and I say, or what about starting a business of your own? So so then you, you start planting seeds. Now, it may not necessarily, you know, have them go, yeah, what a great idea, Dad and Mom. Sometimes it'll take time, but just plant seeds and realize the seeds take a while to germinate before they start growing. So be patient, but don't be afraid to plant seeds because one day they might come to you and say, okay, remember we were talking about starting up a business? What can we do? How does that work? So plant the seeds, but don't expect that there's going to be a reaction immediately. Just be patient. It'll come. It'll come. And... How, how, because you are relatively new into the world of, of entrepreneurship yourself after being employed in the media industry for right. decades. Are, are they asking any questions or noticing any different? How, how is that affecting things? Well, you know, it's, it's interesting because I think they're getting a perspective of what it means to work on your own. So they're, they may not articulate it. But at the same time, I know they're looking over and they, they, um, they're asking themselves or they're looking to me to say how my day was. So for, for example, when we were, we were in holidays, I, I got a, I, I got a, a job, if you will, to do some voice work. 
And so while we were on holidays, I did some voice work. It took maybe, oh, 15 to 30 minutes to do. And I said, I, I excused myself. I explained why I was, I was, you know, I have to do some work here, guys. 30 minutes later, I come back and I say, okay, I'm done. And then I look at them and I say, do you want to know how much money I just made in 30 minutes? Yep. And they look at me and go, you're kidding me. This, this could be an option. So again, you plant the seed and you nurture that. And then they, you get their wheels turning thinking, well, why can't I do that? And you have to say that guys, you could do this too. You just have to open up your imagination. You don't always have to work for somebody, but at least open up the idea that you could possibly start something yourself that could be successful and you could do whatever you want. And, and our, the younger generation in particular has to be a lot more aware of that because the, the jobs and things that we were told that go, go to university, get good grades, work hard, get yourself set up with a company and work there until you retire. Those right. don't exist for our generation basically anymore. So as, true. As you're discovering. And for our kids and stuff, it's like, there's no way that that's going to happen. They have to be able to adapt and land on their feet. It doesn't mean that they won't get a job or have a job sometime in their life or even with a good company, but the chances are much, much lower and they have to have that, that versatility and resilience if they Mm -hmm. plan on thriving. You also have to remind your, your kids too, that you're there for them. So that you're open to the, the idea of, of having a conversation about a budget. Uh, You're, you're open to the conversation about what would, working on your own look like you have to be open to the conversation to say that you know what you don't necessarily have to go the traditional routes of finding a job a lot of people are hired or a lot of people are successful based on their character based on 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 their their savvy and character and savvy are i don't if if i'm not mistaken those are two courses you can't find at university right now no there's not savvy 101 or character 101 you this is something that that takes time but you have to understand and they have to understand that there are non-traditional ways of also being successful you as a parent have to be open to those ideas because even from their grandparents they get the oh no you got to go out there you got to you got to find your job uh, working in the trades, <laughs> you know, work in the trades. That's the best thing to do. Well, okay, but this is a new world. This is a new generation. There are other ways of doing things that we have learned over the years. And don't be afraid as a parent to be open to those conversations. Well, and, and don't, don't let, don't let your bias. Basically what I'm saying, Tammy is don't let your previous biases cloud their cloud, their way of thinking. Just because you know that they're looking at you just like, okay, I need a little direction here. I need a little conversation. And if you can provide that for them, then beautiful. Because I don't know how many times I have seen so many kids who are just lost. They just think, oh, my gosh, I'm not sure what to do tomorrow. Yeah. And you you have to be there for them. Well, they get they get pulled in so many different directions. And. And one of the things that I, when I'm talking with, with, with my much younger clients, like the age of your boys and just a little bit older, it's like, you are not having to choose something for the rest of your life because that's mm-hmm. scary. If you're going, I'm going to be living till 90. And like you said, retirement is not going to be anywhere near the same for them as it was for our parents and going, you know what? Pick something that interests you now and is the next step. Cause I'm going, do you know how many people I know through my life 
that they started out at one path when they were your age, and they're somewhere completely different at my mm-hmm. age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so true. And it's all those little things along the way. I, 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 I'll give you an example. My my one boy, he loves to order things online. And by the way, this just get ready in the next five years, probably even the next three years, online is going to it's going to be beyond taking off because the the idea of going to a mall now and shopping, I, I'm telling you, my kids right now they they do, they go to the mall to see a movie or maybe to sit down and have something to eat and. The, the, it's a rare time that they'll actually buy something at the mall. It's a trend, whether we believe it or not, it is actually happening. But I'll give you an example. So my one boy decided to order something online, but as many teenagers are extremely impatient, he wanted it, he wanted it today. He wanted it tomorrow at the latest. And I said to him, I said, son, okay, go ahead and order it. So he ordered it. He got there, got here the next day. And I said to him, I said, okay, so how much did you pay for it? And he says, it costs so much money. And I said, well, if you would have waited a week, you could have saved yourself 20 bucks. And he said, well, what do you mean? I said, well, the shipping cost. I said, if anything, you probably could have saved yourself even more money if you just would have gone online, researched where that item was locally, and probably driven there for cheaper and got and paid less for it. So it's those little things along the way that they're learning lessons as well. But if we're not there to step in and just sort of look at situations, to sort of give them a different perspective, yes, then they'll, they'll continue on their uh, poor, poor uh, behavior, poor patterns, if you will. Well, that's just basically across the board because of the way teenagers' brains work. One of the things I, I point out with my daughter I said, your brain is still forming. And this is mm-hmm. why you can always come and ask mom and dad because we have the experience to help you pull back a little bit and ask the questions that you can't even see at this moment mm-hmm. in time. Tammy, we also have to set that example. Yeah. Because if, if that's what our patterns are, that's what our oh, behaviors are. Oh, very much are. so. Our kids are watching us even if we're not thinking they're exactly. watching us. And don't be surprised that there are little things. And, you know, it's, it's funny. We'll even go driving and I'll say, boys. See the gas price this morning? Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a buck one. And I'll say, I'll bet you by this afternoon, it'll be even cheaper at some of these other stations. Yep. So, and, and nine times out of 10, that's what the case is. And I said, you have to be always aware about what's going on around you. And gas prices are just a simple example. I mean, I can drive from one part of town to the other part of town and save myself five cents a liter. Something as simple as that. It's it's just having that awareness, being and not just thinking that oh well this is the place where I always grocery shop or this is the place where I I always buy my gas or this is the way I always do things. Well, there are other ways. There's other options, and you can save yourself a whole whack load of money. Oh, totally. I was talking with a friend this morning about all the different things. Like um, I guess Telus Bell and Rogers are having a great big huge competition mm-hmm. because with Freedom Mobile. We can get 10 gigabytes of data for 60 mm-hmm. bucks. And my mm-hmm. friend goes, that's 25 bucks a month for me. That's that's $300 a year. I'll sit on bloody hold for it or for it while I'm doing other things. <laughs> that's right. All the, all the different things that add up. And then, like, yeah, sometimes it, it, it's worth it for your time to go and, and, and find those better deals. 
But then there's a lot of time, okay, yeah, you saved yourself three bucks, but you spent two hours doing it. Was it really worth it? <laughs> right, right. Well, here's another example. We'll go grocery shopping, and I'll say to the kids, okay, so should we buy one of these items? Because if you buy two of them, you could save this much money. And I say, well, Dad, you should buy two. So I pause for a moment. I say, well, if we buy one, it's $3. If we buy two, it's $5. I said, you've just spent more money. And they pause for a moment. They say, well, yeah, but you're getting a better deal. I said, yeah, but you just spent more money. You spent $2 more than you really needed to spend. And you're wondering why grocery bills are so high. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a lot of it. But I take, I take, I drag my daughter out grocery shopping. She just loves that. <laughs> but pointing out with the things like, okay, if, if sometimes it's better if you buy the bigger one, or sometimes it's better if you buy two of the smaller ones. And it's like, there's certain mm-hmm. things that, okay, yeah, you could, you could, you could get a better deal and spend the five bucks. But are we going to be able to use it before mm-hmm. it's bad? There's and, another great point. Yeah. Learning, learning how to how to question those things, and we'll go mm-hmm. through. And I do that with my daughter all the time. And now she's starting to see it. And then she sees when they're doing the little trick things because people aren't mm-hmm. paying attention. And she goes, "Bastards!" <laughs> <laughs> but that's part of our job, Tammy. Is yes. that you know one of the things as 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 parents, my wife and I always believed is that. There are so many teaching opportunities, so many learning opportunities, and they don't stop just because your kids get older. No, and if, they and have greater. Yeah, and have those open conversations. It's it's magnificent. You know, um, why should I put um, uh, premium gasoline in my car when regular just works fine? You know, well, premium because you've got a newer car. Well, okay, wait a minute. You got a newer car. You're spending a lot more money. What's wrong with buying a car that's five? seven years old and you know what sometimes putting the premium gas makes it run worse absolutely well i'm not a, i'm not a mechanic but sure exactly so the, just having those open conversations and that's another trick that that we've used is that you, you got to be patient patient because eventually those conversations will come around and they're having it with their friends oh, you don't realize so. it yeah and then all of a sudden they their friends are listening to them and going Oh, you know what? I never knew that. And all of a sudden, I think that's the ultimate, is when your kids can actually start using stuff that you have talked about with their friends. Yeah, and they're, all of a sudden, they're teaching adulting. <laughs> they're teaching adulting. Great, great way, great way of saying it. Absolutely, Tammy. Well, to, to wrap up here, if you can make sure that your boys thoroughly understand three lessons about money so that you and your wife feel that you've been successful in this front, what three things would you want your boys to know? <laughs> Well, money, money doesn't come easy. You have to work for it. No question about it. it it's something that it's there. Um, everybody can access it, but it doesn't, uh, you know, like parents are called ATM machines. We, I guess in a way we kind of are, but the, the key is you have to work for it. Number two, there is not a limited supply of money. You have to um, realize that just because you want to buy all these things that are new, you have to work within a budget. And, and realize that. And if you want to have something that's a little bit more outside of your budget, again, I go back to number one. You have to work for it. And finally, money has to work for you. So be smart about your money. So that example I gave about buying something online, be smart about it. If you really want to buy that item, think about where you maybe be able to get cheaper and how can you get it cheaper and how can it benefit you? For example, if you have a business, maybe you can write it off on your business account. Those are three things that I really stick with. 
Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to chat with us. This was great fun. I wish we had more time, Tammy. There's there's so much. You know, it, it really is. I mean, you, again, financial fun. It, it can be a lot of fun. We can always pick up different things from different people. And I'm not saying that all my opinions are right, but it's just it's a it's a perspective, and that's what we're trying to share with our kids too. That I'm just going to give you another perspective. And and that's why we do this because people get to learn, and it's to get over the stigma of having these conversations. Absolutely, Tammy. Keep it up. Have a great day, Phoenix. It's been a blast. Thanks, Tammy. Before we leave each other, I would ask all of you listening to please subscribe to and rate my podcast. A review would be most appreciated and feedback is always welcome. Whether it be a comment, future topic suggestions, and or questions you or your kids would like to have answered in the Ask Tammy column on the financialfund.ca website. Please feel free to check me out on Facebook at Financial Foundation's Children's Books, on Twitter at Financial Fun, and Instagram at financial.fun. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Financial Fun Podcast. Join Tammy Johnston again next week. For more information, please visit financialfun.ca.